I'm here with two of our senior auditors, Gemma Diamond and Kirsty Ridd, to talk about their update report on the Scottish Government's handling of its new social security powers and responsibilities. Kirsty, if I could just start with you, what was Audit Scotland trying to achieve with this report? So in this report we are looking at the progress the Scottish Government is making on implementing its devolved social security powers, uh, which have been devolved through the Scotland Act 2016. This report follows on from a number of previous reports we've published which have looked at the wider implementation of the Scotland Act, but with this report we really wanted to focus in on social security. This is because it's um, one of the most significant spending areas that are being devolved through the Scotland Act. Um, it's also a really complex area of work for the Scottish Government and it's also really important for those people who will be using the new systems and receiving social security assistance. What was the picture that emerged over the course of your audit work? What we find was that the Scottish Government has done well so far. It's delivered on the commitments it had made for the last year. These include setting up the new Social Security Agency, Social Security Scotland, and putting in place the processes and systems it needed to be able to deliver on its first two benefits. Uh, that's the uh, Carers Allowance Supplement and the Pregnancy and Baby Payment of the Best Start Grant. It's also done a lot of the groundwork it's needed to support the ongoing implementation of the benefits. Uh, we found that it would work well to develop and promote the culture that it wants from the new Scottish system uh, based on the principles of fairness, dignity and respect. We did find though that this has all been a lot harder than I expected it to be. The programme is having to work at a really high pace to achieve that delivery over the last year. And we also find that it hasn't made the progress we would have liked to see in terms of its monitoring and reporting on how much implementing the devolved benefits is going to cost overall. Um, we also find that it doesn't yet have um, a full and clear sense of the key things it needs to do and when it needs to do those things in order to deliver on the remaining benefits that are still to be implemented. And to pick up on that last point, what lies behind uh, that the Scottish Government's lack of maybe a clearer picture at this point? Is it the pace they've been asked to work at? The pace is a really significant factor in that, um, as Kirsty mentioned, the programme has had to work really hard over the last year to deliver on, on those commitments. Um, the programme is undertaking a lot of work um, at the moment to look at um, workforce and financial planning to support the future delivery timescales. But at the moment, what that doesn't um, kind of come together to give that clear picture exactly what needs to be done, by when, how much it will cost, what skills are needed, what people are needed, um, and when they need to bring people into the programme or move people um, between different parts of the programme and that's really what we're looking for in that really kind of clear picture of exactly what's needed to be done to support those delivery timescales. Okay, with that said then, what kind of risks are involved in this, in this endeavour by the Scottish Government? So I think probably the one of the biggest risks is that pace of work. So we um, talk in the report that the programme is really not able to kind of to stand back from the, the um, ongoing delivery to put this planning in place and to make the changes that are needed and, and that is a risk that they don't have that breathing space needed to, to put in those changes. We know the programme are really working really hard on this at the moment but they need to be able to put any changes in place that they need to get themselves ready for wave two delivery which is coming up um, very very quickly. Yes, yeah, James can mention there that um, what we found was that the programme and those working on implementation are aware of the challenges and risks um, and they're trying to do the right things to address those. For example, looking at their approach to workforce planning, um, 
they're reviewing their decision-making systems and processes and revising their over overarching programme business case, but it's finding that time and space within the delivery timescales and having to constantly meet those delivery targets. Um, you'd find that time and space to reflect on that activity and put in place the changes. Okay. There isn't any risk that these benefits aren't going to be delivered. Is it just the way that they're delivered? Or could you maybe just explain a bit more about that? What, what are your concerns there? So the, the government has prioritised the safe and secure delivery of benefits and what that has kind of means is that they are taking a very kind of measured approach to the implementation of benefits, doing it in stages um, and that means that it's delivered kind of incrementally over, over a long time scale. Um, as we've kind of talked, that, that is quite a difficult programme for a government to manage. There are a lot of complexities within the programme. Each of the individual benefits are very different from each other and for, certainly for the Wave 2 benefits there's a lot of complexity around about assessment processes that need to be thought through um, and developed and, and brought into use. So there's a lot kind of that, that goes into thinking about how these benefits are going to be delivered. There's also a very much a close relationship with the DWP as well who are continuing to deliver um, some of these benefits on behalf of, of Scotland um, while these changes are made and there needs to be that very very close relationship to make sure um, there, is there is no risk to the overall delivery of benefits and to understand how these benefits are delivered at the moment so and we, we talk in the report about that close relationship and about how the teams are working jointly together but certainly it's not a programme that the government has sole control over they have to work very close with DWP to make the whole programme work to time scale. And from what you've said in this report and in past reports, there's a good relationship there with the DWP, but the message from the report, as far as I can see, that things are going to get a lot tougher because these new benefits are a lot more complex. Is that the case? Yeah, we found, um, as we did last year when we reported on the subject, that um, at operational level, staff are working really well with um, their DWP counterparts and there's good relationships that have been maintained there. But um, we do highlight that that's going to have to continue and it's going to have to be worked at and will be an area that will need a good amount of focus from the Scottish Government. Okay. Just changing tack slightly, Gemma, you've a particular expertise in the digital challenges faced by government across its different portfolios. What's been the experience of the Social Security team? Have they been able to attract the people and skills they've needed for this? So when we reported on the Social Security programme last year, we pulled out how hard it had been um, working at learning lessons from those digital programmes that had gone before that. Um, and it certainly continued to do that. It's not a programme that um, kind of rests on its laurels. It's always looking to try, to try and improve. And um, what we've seen over the last year is that they've really embedded some of those new ways of working, so agile ways of working and multidisciplinary teams that pull in different um, people from um, over the Scottish Government together in, into one team and that's really embedded. It is really difficult to get the right skills in place. We find that across government um, and one of our future audits on enabling digital government will look at that in more, um, more detail around about digital skills but it is absolutely a, pro um, a problem for the Social Security programme. What we have seen is though that they are starting to think differently about how they can pull in the right skills. Um, I think what they know is that they are, will simply be unable to be recruit in normal ways to, to fill those gaps. So they're thinking differently about how they can work with partners to make sure that they do have the skills that they need. And what are we actually talking about in terms of these skills? What, what, what are the people they need that are missing at the moment? Or they could do more with? 
there's a, a huge variety um, of skills so it's not one particular area and it's not just that these are some of the technical skills it's actually some of the kind of um, business analyst type skills that are needed as well I mean when we look at the kind of size of the social security um, program there's a lot of, um, of different types of skills that are ne needed in there so certainly ranges right from the very technical kind of cyber security type skills right through to kind of some of the service design business analyst type skills. Okay great. To finish up then, is the government giving itself enough time to deliver benefits safely and securely? Is 2024 realistic for delivery of all its devolved social security powers? So this is a really large and complex programme. It's one of the largest that the Scottish Government um, is dealing with at the moment and over a really kind of sensitive and complex area as well. But it's really important to the people of Scotland that they, these benefits are delivered right. Um, they have prioritised a safe and secure delivery of these um, benefits, which means delivering it in a phased and incremental way. As we've kind of already said, the pace that the programme is working at is really quite substantial and it's hard for us to see how they could be going any faster. Okay, okay. Gemma and Kirsty, thank you very much indeed. And if you want to read our Social Security Update report or any of our other work from 2019, you can download it from our website, audit-scotland.gov.uk.